book five chapter eighteen of the spy company the story of the mexican war this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by john brandon the spy company a story of the mexican war by archibald clavering gunter book five beyond the rio grande chapter eighteen the waif of the border from monterey the capital of nueva leon now beleaguered by general taylor's army extends a mountain valley running something over forty miles to a little southwest of the town of saltillo a long upland plateau varying in width from a few hundred yards to four or five miles it is quite well cultivated for mexico having a number of cornfields watered by the san juan river which gradually towards the south diminishes into a little stream on both sides it is bordered by the almost impassable mountains of the sierra madre most of the escarpments of which are very steep up this valley passes the main and only road capable of the transportation of artillery or the necessary impedimenta of an army marching from monterey south to attack san luis potosi en route from the city of mexico but a cut-off a narrow mule-path leaving the immediate rear of monterey leads through the high mountains and after a number of miles of rocky trail over commanding heights and dizzy precipices re-enters the saltillo valley monterey being now surrounded by the american army worth's division having gotten in the rear of it and cut its garrison off from the main road this rocky defile is the only path open for passage of infantry or light cavalry reinforcements to the garrison of the beleaguered city though utterly impassable to artillery and heavy accoutred men into this trail leads the little mountain path over which florito and his party escorting miss godfrey journeying through the hills from the east descend upon the third day after the night of the fandango florito thinks it is far from the highways of troops as he has no wish to surrender this valuable young lady he is luring into captivity to rancheros under his guidance they have gone at first towards monte morelos then they have turned west through the hills which gradually have become higher finally passing the divide they have spent two nights at little mountain ranchos and are now descending into the main saltillo valley nearly a score of miles southwest of monterey at the junction of these two trails just out of the big valley is a little pueblo nestled in the hills and well sheltered among woods of mountain timber from it running down into the main plateau the path is wider and less precipitous and might even permit the passage of a well-horsed light field piece though the gorge leading to the mountains is impracticable to any but horsemen or footmen as miss godfrey in company with florito and his party rides into this little mexican town towards evening she scarce notices the place itself which seems very quiet and peaceful 
though from the northeast comes a low faint very distant rumbling which he thinks is thunder though it is the roar of cannon telling of dying brave men around the distant walls of assaulted monterey all the young lady's eyes show her is that there is a long narrow defile leading through the great mountains to the north and into this descends the smaller mule path that she has travelled that beyond this almost where the gorge debouches upon the plateau is a little town of adobes containing the ordinary plaza on one side of which is the usual mexican church built of stone with its little peculiar shaped belfry opposite this on the other side of the plaza stands a half-ruined monastery about it cactus-covered walls also of stone in which are visible the orange trees flowers and grapevines of a deserted garden this religious house has probably been abandoned by its monks from the time of the mexican war of independence slightly nearer to them is a lower building presumably once a convent for women it adjoins the monastery yet fronts another side of the plaza over all this lighting the gorge and making red the saltillo valley beyond is the great tropic sun sinking behind the higher peaks of the sierra madre but in the red glow that illumines the unpaved streets though her eyes seek for them hungrily as those of a traveller on the desert looking for an oasis she notes no texan rangers as their little cavalcade comes jingling into it she can see only a few rurales of the nearby valley a lot of cigarette-smoking mozos and leporos and a few gaudily skirted poblanos who lounge about in the free mexican style though this evening the very distant thunderstorm to the north seems to put some excitement into them these crowd about the little party as florita halts his cabalada in front of the deserted convent whose adobe walls are quite thick having grated windows and an unusually strong reja fixed on its heavily studded street door though the ironwork is rendered weak by the rust of generations this ruined convent florito's party takes possession of with scant ceremony their chief hurrying off in his active latin way to plant his banner in the plaza and see the alcade as to arrangements for the upcoming exhibition here in a big room with grated windows opening upon the plaza carmelita says behold our quarters and perhaps to make herself comfortable laughing as estrella shudders at the alacrans centipedes and scorpions that they find wandering about its corners and crevices do with them as i do she cries vivaciously as she crushes an alacan under her little foot but even these reptiles affect miss godfrey's mind only passingly she has sunk upon a pile of blankets they have tossed down for her on the mud floor and is thinking only of meeting hampton which now seems to her almost suspiciously delayed after a little she watches lazily 
for she is quite tired the hastily lighted fire and the tortillas being made upon a hot stone by a girl who seems to be the maid of all work of the party and who sold mescal and refreshments at florito's fandango four evenings before likewise the ola padrida which is being cooked in an iron pot plenty of chili colorado being tossed into it with sufficient of garlic to make her open her nostrils during this the american girl runs over in her mind rather dreamily the incidents of her strange journey which through the mountains has been quite coolly pleasant compared with that of the hot roads over the lower plains during her travels she has received complacent attention from her fellow travellers and much encouragement from little florito who as he has ridden beside her has whispered to her every now and then vamos il capitan hampton is ahead of us to this she has said you seem to know his company's movements very well and the little scoundrel being anxious to keep up her resolution and incite her to rapid riding has disclosed to her rather incautiously though he is far away from mexican lancers that he has been at times a spy for the americanos and thus knows hampton's probable location i have been with the texan captain on and off this month so has carmelita he says between puffs of his cigarette we have been valuable to him in oh you understand information carmelita and i could go into monterey unquestioned you have been with captain hampton and she has been with captain hampton for the last month mutters miss godfrey and looks with uneasy eyes at the beauty of the dancing girl who is riding in her graceful mexican style near the head of the party cerrito carmelita is quite the right hand of the american captain she would do anything for him you understand quite the right hand ah yes i believe i understand sighs estrella though she cannot believe his words yet once or twice in the last day or two thinking of this she has said to herself why should i try to see him if sharp really loved me he could not then shuddered why not he thinks a father's blood stands between us and i am lost to him forever this has affected her spirits as she has ridden over the steep mountain passes the shore hoofs of mulefoot carrying her safely across the dizzy trail several times she has cried mentally it is a duty under the circumstances i will tell this man then has tearfully faltered if he has no hope of me what may he not have carelessly done may he not have tried to forget me in she cannot continue the cruel thought she simply wrings her hands and begins to hate carmelita as thoroughly as carmelita hates her as for carmelita several times during this curious journey she has looked upon her lovely companion when they have got to chatting together as girls will do even if they hate each other with strange spasms 
of conscience in her eyes once she and florito have had a very angry discussion the little showman bandit raising his querta to the dancing girl and she putting her little hand upon the stiletto in her bosom has muttered snarlingly the time has passed for that caramba a blow and you are dead then she has laughed jeeringly there are tenderer shoulders than mine eat your other slave but miss godfrey doesn't know the covert suggestion of carmelita's words and journeys unsuspectingly along for all through this curious ride even after the days have passed in which florito has promised she should encounter the texan ranger she has had but little thought of her own personal peril she has grown so accustomed to thinking of hampton's danger that her own risk seldom rises in her mind besides she feels quite confident of her own powers of self-defence has she not the ranger's two five-shooters at her belt and does she not know how to use these arms with precision and effect perchance she wouldn't be as confident of their value did she remember that at the last halt where she had unbuckled for her convenience the belt that carries the heavy weapons and put them by her side that carmelita has attracted her attention by taking her to see some wild flowers growing in a rocky nook lovely orchids that are found very beautiful in mexico that when she has returned from this only a few steps away in a little neighboring gorge florito's manner has been much easier and he has chuckled right merrily to himself as she has buckled on the belt containing her weapons the retrospection is interrupted by the return of florito who says contentedly carmelita i've seen the alcade we perform this evening in the little plaza but miss godfrey starting up asks him any news of the spy company no no news of the rangers he grins but we are going towards them to-morrow he waves his hand towards the west but florito's only intention is to get as far as possible from the rangers and in fact he doesn't care to be bothered by mexican rancheros they might take his valuable captive from him in his mind is the pleasing thought to-morrow we will cross the valley and enter the main range a few days from now we will be in their fastnesses well away from the contending armies where i can make this rica girl write such tearful letters that they will send for her delivery whole mule loads of silver diablo then i will become a rico myself so over their supper he gets to chatting quite merrily saying to carmelita who has already put herself into dancing toilette santos you're pretty enough to make a saint want to kiss you and chucking her under the chin would perhaps place a salute upon the dewy cherries she calls lips but she steps back and raising quick as lightning a stiletto utters this astonishing sentiment for a woman florito dare to tell me i am beautiful again and i'll kill you 
my lips are only for one man who never kisses them sneers the acute little scoundrel at this cruel scoff carmelita looks at him with agonized face then throws up her hands and gasps i dame me and sinks down upon a pile of blankets crying as if her heart would break while the volatile little showman goes chucklingly away to engage pine torches to illuminate this evening's exhibition in the plaza looking upon this a curious thought enters miss godfrey for whom does she keep her lips hampton who never kisses them and for every sob of carmelita there is a rapturous hope in the american girl's heart quite shortly afterwards hope is changed to terror florito flies in excitedly and cries santos you see them what the spy company ejaculates miss godfrey starting up wildly no maldito the accursed lancers of canales see they are coming up the defile from the saltillo road looking through the grated windows miss godfrey notices in the dusk a column of rough-riding lancers the colors of their little green white and red mexican flag its center emblazoned by an aztec eagle being apparent in the light of the torches flaming for florito's exhibition in the plaza to the little showman's rage these fellows some hundred of them make their preparations for the night putting up a picket further up the canyon and lighting fires in the plaza the bulk of the men occupying the church and their officers going off to the alcade's house for their supper peering out at them miss godfrey thinks these are the men from whom hampton rescued me by putting the comanches on them five months ago and in all this time the man i love and i have had but one one blessed interview in which we told our passion to the other and now when i had hoped to see his dashing rangers these ruffians again cut me off from him fate is against me fate seems also to be against florito he is not very eager for the lancers of canales the beasts will give me next to nothing he snarls and they'll want everything every dance every contortion every performer among us then he cries suddenly to miss godfrey keep your head from the window girl next mutters affrightedly diablo you will have to appear now i this is a half scream from the american girl yes the mozos are chattering of my two dancing girls i mentioned you in my troop to the alcade for your own safety you will have to be a figurante otherwise the officers of these devil lancers if they guess will demand you as their prisoner and then santos y moritos what will happen to you i i a dancing girl stammers estrella getting red to the roots of her hair sorito why not you can dance oh yes but only ballroom steps caspita that's the idea ballroom steps a novelty la polka is now the favorite dance of mexico polka high kick your feet in air 
polka after the parisian manner carmelita make her look like you and he goes away leaving miss godfrey trembling and confused as for carmelita a kind of nasty triumph is in her eyes she is thinking hampton turned up his nose at me the dancing girl bueno she will be no better than i am and then her beauty and canale's officers madre de dios it is a devilish thing i am doing but she goes with eager hands making estrella like herself chatting laughingly you will never be discovered bah some yellow clay and some wild cherry juice upon those pretty white legs of yours and they'll be as brown as mine my skin as white as yours your face is as tanned as mine now it is only sunshine and carmelita pulls her chemise from her shoulders showing them as beautifully formed and as dazzlingly white where protected from the sun as even those of the fair american jesus dressed like me floating rebozo on your head comb and castanets via you're a dancing girl during this she has been getting the american girl into a costume like unto hers that she pulls from one of the saddlebags in this though unaided she has not been resisted by miss godfrey for in her agitation estrella doesn't know exactly what to do she is thinking of canale's awful lancers in her ears is ringing florito's terrible insinuation and then santos y moritos what will happen to you in a state of modest coma miss godfrey permits carmelita to unbind her hair and do it up in the floating spanish fashion with comb and lace or bozo floating from it and allows even her shoulders to be stained with the wild cherry juice which manola the girl attendant has brought in though glancing down upon herself now in the dancing girl's costume she knows she could easier die than pose in this semi-nudity of limbs and bosom before the crowd gathering in the plaza mistaking the repugnance on estrella's face carmelita carmelita says reassuringly idiot don't be frightened you look well enough they're dad you've got the finest shape in all mexico putting a blazing torch before a cracked mirror that she uses during personal adornment she places her arm about estrella's waist and half pulls the american girl to it here look in the glass she laughs then ejaculates in a dazed way santissima virgin we're as like as two cherries miss godfrey carelessly gazing into the mirror starts astounded for face to face the heads of both girls crowned with spanish combs and floating lace scarves their hair unbound and mixed together their delicate shoulders and bosoms side by side rising from the snowy chemises they look like copies of the same painting though carmelita's figure is a little slenderer and her eyes and hair are slightly darker the features of both have the same cast their eyes the same expression their faces the most striking resemblance of family and blood jesus we're as like as two sisters laughs carmelita like as two sisters cries estrella 
looking at the mirror as if fascinated like as two sisters she ponders a moment and then asks eagerly you you told me you were the waif of the border who were your father and mother devil knows jeers carmelita apparently they look like your father and mother did i not tell you once i had a sister stolen your age asks estrella her voice tender but anxious quien sabe the sisters at chihuahua got me when i must have been about four they called me twelve when i left them i i'm eighteen now but why are you bothering with these questions let me get you ready for la polka you remembering nothing of your past no memory floats to you goes on miss godfrey unheeding yes my first recollection was a kick of a mule and my second a crack from a quetta and my but don't you dare cry for me i'm tough as rawhide besides i had a bauble once a little circle it was of gold so i lost it at monte bet it against a silver dollar a circle like mine cries estrella yes did you win it from the monte man besides there was a word the word you remember oh it was it wasn't even americano sounded like the priest's latin guess i must have heard it at mass what was it well it was some name or something what are you asking me these questions for caramba what are you excited about here's the cherry juice let me make those white legs as brown as mine think think please think cries estrella nothing till you think well it was c bill then carmelita snarls angrily curse you don't kiss me for the other has got her arm around her and is half crying half whispering sybil i believe you're my sister ah don't try that dodge on me to get my sympathy scoffs carmelita pulling herself away if you were my sister do you suppose i could stand by and see you she snaps her pearly teeth together and goes away murmuring in a shamefaced manner sister sister that would be bad luck sister santissima virgin then i couldn't hate her still this consideration seems to have some weight on the dancing girl's mind quite shortly after florito coming in crying canales and his officers are all ready for the show and asking eagerly let me look at my debutante carmelita drawing him aside whispers impossible to display her look at her trying to hide herself from you that extraordinary attribute the americanos call shame would betray her canales must not guess you have a yankee with you you have been going too much lately with americanos for your own safety if they suspected you had been a yankee spy poor little florito would be stood against that church wall and filled as full as escapita balls as pigs are with stuffing santos e demonios 
i believe you're right shudders the little fellow with white lips hastily throwing a serape over miss godfrey he whispers keep close girl to your own life don't burn any lights carmelita shall dance in your place and i will if questioned say you are ill of the fever or the vomito that will keep them away but carmelita gazing at him mutters excitedly to herself what devilish thing has florito in his eyes when florito blinks look out for him santa maria he has blinked four times end of chapter eighteen recording by john brandon